Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Barrett Salee, standing by. Hi, Barrett. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. We're good. You're one of my favorite Southern gentlemen, Barrett. So I'm going to ask you a very hard-hitting question right out of the gate here today. We're having a lengthy debate about iced tea. And I tell you this, uh, I have adopted many things since moving to the South almost, I don't know, 20-something years ago. (sighs) The iced tea thing just never really hit for me. Now, my mother made iced tea when I was a kid. It was a thing I grew up around, so it wasn't like it should have been that hard to pull off. It just never really appealed to me. So the question becomes, do you do a sweet or unsweetened iced tea? How do you like it? Oh, there's no doubt. It's always sweet tea. Okay. I mean, it's the South, right? Damn, um, honestly, like unsweet tea, it's okay. Um, and sweet tea, it depends on who's making it. Like, if it's not a very good sweet tea, like a uh, loaded with sugar, then I'm not interested. Uh, I need my sweet tea loaded with sugar. Um, and like, even like Chick Fil A, I'm like, eh. People talk about their tea; it's okay. Oh, um, I need something more. Barrett, they're going to kick you out of Atlanta. You can't say bad things about Chick-fil-A. I know you're a big fan. No, I, but... I, have, I have another Chick-fil-A take. I love Chick-fil-A, except their breakfast. For everything that they do right, their biscuits suck. Like oh. the actual bread part of the biscuits suck. Um, that's why you always go with the chicken hash brown burrito with hot sauce for breakfast. Never that's had that. Pro tip. I'm a chicken minis guy. Hmm. The chicken minis are okay. They're a bun, though, right? Uh, yeah, a little bitty the, sliders. The, the actual biscuit part of, of Chick-fil-A's chicken biscuits has never been good, mm. and it's disappointing that they can't get that right. Okay. I had a follow-up to the tea thing, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, it must not have been that important. The draft is – I'll probably <laughs> think of it before the end of the show. Uh, the draft is coming up. We've been looking at Traylon Burks and, you know, prognostications. Uh, it's a weird draft because the, the quarterback class is very – limited um what uh what stands out about the sec group and i guess the draft specifically for you i'm looking at mel kuyper's big head talking about it right now yeah i mean i'm interested uh as far as quarterbacks go i'm hoping the falcons take matt corral because i love matt corral i think he's going to be a star he was a star in high school in college and high school for that matter Hmm. um can do a multitude of different things if, if we're going to start Marcus Mariota this year, that's fine. They're similar. Why not go in that direction? So I'm I'm very, very excited to see what happens with Matt Corral and hope my team drafts him. Um, you know, Evan Neal, where he goes, is he going to be the top overall pick? I saw Aiden Hutchinson now might be up there. I'm not so sure. That's a great idea. Mm. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I've – to me, I, I'm not the biggest NFL draft guy in terms of analysis, but what I always love about it is seeing players who, in some cases, I've watched as recruits as sophomores in high school uh, get to live out their dream. Um, to me, that's always been the cool part. Um, you know, other than the Falcons, I don't really have hot takes on where anybody goes or really know a whole lot about team needs, but uh, – but I do like seeing players that, that I know, I've followed, I've covered for a long time uh, get drafted and see where, uh, you know, what the future holds for them. We have sweet tea. Why don't we have sweet coffee? That's what I was going to ask. We do. Cream but, and sugar. But it's yeah, not... I'm, I'm, I'm black coffee. I'm all black coffee. But you love sweet tea. The, and sweet, sweet, sweet tea. tea. 
That's crazy. Well, see, I I don't really like I don't really like coffee, but I I, I drink it every day. Then yeah. why don't you don't drink really it doctored? Like it. I don't drink it doctored. Why? I, I, I use it simply for fuel. But why don't you right? drink it doctored then if you don't like the way and then it tastes? You might like it. But I don't want to like it. I just want to get it over and done with. <laughs> why don't you just drink a Red Bull or a Five Hour Energy? Well, the the monster, the monster zeros, mm-hmm. those those have a very happy home in my garage fridge. I'll okay. tell you that. All right, it's it's crazy. But I can't have a, you can't have a monster that early. You can yeah, sure. We got guys here that drink energy drinks and diet cokes first thing out of the gate. I just can't do it. I can't do that. Like I, I that's uh, not to say that I'm I'm you know the healthiest person in the world. I do feel like I'm pretty healthy. You're pretty healthy, but that just doesn't that just doesn't seem that doesn't seem like it could be good for your body. Okay, but ninety percent of the time I doctor up my coffee, and I'm talking sh- you know cream, a little sugar, yeah, and I'm going to enjoy it. But about eighty percent of the time I drink unsweet tea. I'm just the opposite. Well, and, and here's the thing with coffee: with I've tried to do like the, the cream, sugar, the honey instead of sugar, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Even if I make it right, that's only once. Like, 80% of the time, I do it wrong, and it tastes bad, and it's like a waste of time. I drink about 17 cups of coffee a day, and they're always good. And I'll drink it any which way, but I can make them good every time. Um, yeah, you guys, Wes acted like doctoring up his tea was such the hardest thing in the world. Let me ask you this. Hunter Yurchek is, we love him here. Um, what's the best thing that he's been a part of at Arkansas? Hiring uh, Eric Musselman, hiring Sam Pittman, or bringing Coca-Cola back to Arkansas instead of Pepsi? Well, that last one's very important. As a, uh, as a lifelong Atlantan, uh, we do appreciate the business. Uh, as I know a lot of people that work at Coke. Um, no, but it's, it's Sam Pittman. Uh, you know, Eric Musselman had been an established coach. He's done everything. He was at U or Nevada. Um, you know, so he had had success. And, and, you know, I think I wouldn't necessarily say it was a safe hire, but it was a relatively safe hire in comparison to Sam Pittman. Right. right. Like Sam Pittman, as a head football coach, uh, was going out on a massive limb. And it's worked out great so far. And and to to me that that's the biggest thing. It's it's more about risk reward. Arkansas is probably going to be the preseason number one team in the country in basketball next year. So and, and as far as top end success goes, clearly Musselman has it. But under your check, going out on the limb, identifying Sam Pittman as a potential head coach and a, a effective head coach um, was, I think, far more impressive and uh, and far more impactful too. Because obviously, from a financial standpoint. Uh, football is more important. Than news. Arkansas is getting great usage out of their stadium right now. They're going to put a. They're going to do a top golf day up there <clears> soon. <throat> yep, and then they also mm-hmm. have Garth Brooks playing up there this weekend. So if Garth is playing, really, yeah, if Garth is playing uh, in Athens or if he's playing uh, at the Falcon Stadium, are you you going? I've been to Garth Brooks at the Falcon Stadium. Well, first of all, I hate Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's just a giant monstrosity. Uh, it's awful for concerts. Like because there's so much steel and titanium and concrete, it just reverberates. And I went to a Garth Brooks concert. It probably was a month and a half after it opened. And if you if he didn't call out the song that he was playing, like it was impossible to know exactly what he was playing. Oh no! Um, it was. And look, I like Garth Brooks, and I I know Garth Brooks songs. I like the only one I recognized was Baton Rouge because it had calling Baton Rouge because it has like a a really distinct sound to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it was awful and it was so expensive. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, bad combination. That, was, that, 
Yeah, that did not go over well. Uh, I, Garth Brooks, though, outside. Uh, Garth Brooks with a halfway decent arena to play in. I'm I'm on board 100%. And the top golf thing, man, that's going all over the country. We had it here at Truist Park right after the World Series. I think Auburn has it this weekend. I saw Florida had it last weekend. I mean, that's that's super cool. Now, as as fun as it is to play at a football stadium, and as much as I'd like to uh, to pepper the right sideline with my banana slice, um, I don't think the schools would appreciate that. You know, <clears throat> I played top golf for the first time ever last weekend. I went up really? and watched Arkansas sweep LSU. I don't think I've talked about this on the air. You yet. haven't. So. I like it. It's fun, and it, you got to go with the right mentality. Like I didn't bring my clubs in there. Like some of these dudes are like, "Hey, I'm getting ready for my PGA Tour appearance." I was oh, gonna dude, bring my if clubs. You bring your, if you bring your clubs to top golf, you're a tool, buddy. <laughs> Barrett, I would put. I bet you seventy five percent to eighty percent of the people that came there had their own clubs, at least of the grown men. That's awful. Okay. That is awful. I didn't know. I'm glad I didn't show up with any. It would have been awkward. It was very. It would have been very awful. Anyway, so. Here's my only problem with it. Like my buddy is he's a he's not good. He topped a bunch of shots and they would roll into the thing and it would score like 16 <laughs> points. And I'm like, I'm bombing shots, I'm hitting five irons, you know, and I'm like, what it's going right in the target. And I'm like, what what is happening here? This is nonsense. It I don't like the way they score. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares that he won and I didn't. But it's like He beat you? Badly. Oh my gosh. Oh, by like a hundred. It was ridiculous. But I'm like this is terrible. The scoring system's awful. It's so dumb. Well, I don't like the way they do it. You have to change the game. You have to change the game. Yeah. You can change it where you get more points deeper, and you can change it where you have to go, like, front to back, um, in turn, or you don't get any points. You have to change the game. That's, okay. the, the default game, you're right, 100%. Like, uh, you know, I'll just drop a pitching wedge into that uh, into that red one, you know, consistently. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you have to change the game to a different one. Uh, and then at that point, it's really solid. Okay. All right. Good. Another pro tip from Barrett Salee, folks. That's why they have what him on. For. That's why he's on CBSSports.com when we work in local radio. Hey. It's not. It's not the college football content. It's it's bits like this. That, Look. That, do you that, do you think that important. when we have Felder on, we talk cooking about eighty percent of the time? So yes, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the spring that's game. Only eighty percent is what surprises me. I would imagine it. Well, you know, the other twenty percent gardening. That's it. I don't, that would be my guess. I don't, I don't garden, so I don't have a point of reference to talk to him about. So I, I, maybe we'll go there next time. I don't know. But I do cook. so. It seems to me spring games are changing. Uh, not only this year is Arkansas spring game pushed back because of Garth Brooks, or pushed forward, actually, and they had it last week, and it was more of a scrimmage. And then it, we have rain and lightning, so they moved it inside. And so that kind of killed everything. But I, I, you just look around the country, the spring game, you know, years ago – you know, maybe a decade ago. I mean, we're talking, you're getting 50, 60, 70,000 fans at these spring games. And it just doesn't seem to be, that seems to be more the exception than the trend. Are, have spring games changed? Or what, what do you see as the future for these spring games? Well, they need to do away with them. There are a few things. One, um, it was all cool when TV networks put them on the air. Uh, now these networks demand they fit in within a two-hour window. So you're not getting an actual game. You're not seeing starters. You're barely even seeing second teamers. And at the same time, it counts as one of the 15 practices. So, and co- like coaches would much rather have a 100 play controlled scrimmage in, a, in an indoor facility. Um, you know, and on top of that, you know, you have, it's expensive now to get to 
some of these stadiums, some of these, uh, you know, before, I would imagine a lot of people from Little Rock went to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more expensive now. Um, so I, I've actually said, hey, you know what? Let's just make it a festival. Let's do skills competition with your players. You can wrap it around a pro day. You can wrap it around a home baseball series. You can have the fan day. You can have NIL participation and activation outside the, outside the stadium. I mean, just make it make it a, a festival and and not this pseudo spring game thing. Which mm. and I, I hate to even call them glorified scrimmages because they're not. They're literally run throughs at this point. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, SEC has had the most players drafted since 2007. Will that continue this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Every single year. I don't, it's not even fair. Every year. Yeah. Every I can't year. figure out why the uh, league is so good. Um, yeah, it's crazy, right? It really is. It's very strange. Uh, I had one more thing, and I don't remember. Wes, anything else from you? How can we let Barry go about his business, getting his sweet tea? Hmm. <laughs> I guess he's done. That's it. Man, I had one really good question oh, for man. you too that was completely off topic, and I love that sugar putting pouring sugar in no, your tea and stirring it up. Nothing about the Def Leppard song. Def Leppard does have new music out though. Speaking of pouring some sugar, movie on me. he's seen the most That's, times. I saw that. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, if we did a, a question of the day today, and it was, "What's your favorite thing?" Tongue in cheek. What's your favorite thing that lasted longer than CNN Plus? As long as we're going to do all the Atlanta brands today, we mentioned Coke and Chick Fil A, so let's go CNN Plus. Uh, what's your favorite thing that was short lived that lasted longer than CNN Plus? Mike Price's tenure as the Alabama head coach. It's an excellent answer, my friend. Hmm. It's an excellent answer, and I'd like to think somewhere there are strippers running up uh, somebody's hotel bill in celebration of CNN Plus going down in flames too. So, uh, just probably Brian Stelters. All right, my friend, thank you for the time. We will uh, talk again about nonsense in a couple of weeks. All right, see you guys. All right, Barrett Salise, CBSSports.com.